Yeah, what's going on, man? You know, it's your boy Cicero, man, live from Philly, 215, stand up, you know, and, uh, you know, that, that good old BWS stamp been on your boy for a nice minute, you know, co-signed by the gang, you know, and uh, it's B-Star, man, what's going on, man? We here, man, <laughs> you know, thoroughbred guys, man, awake people, man, what's popping? <laughs> yes, yes. That's what I'm talking about, King. Definite, definite. And, and firstly, I want to say honors, honors, 21 gun salute for all the the fire bars man has maintained from day did to right. here in 2017. You know what I mean? That new project you got, which we're going to go into some detail a bit later in the build. Flames. That's all yeah. I have to say. Flames. So, Appreciate I mean, everything. true indeed, man, true indeed. So a lot of people know, I would say 90% of the people know about Sis. Some of the younger cats may not really know about who Sis is. So um, right. actually, let's go back even further. Let, let's give the siblings some some information on who, who Cicero is. Where, where did Cicero come from? You know what I mean? As a, as a youngster, how do we get into you know, the, the prolific bars and all the rest of the stuff. So give us a bit of, a, of an overview of where you came up, how you came up, and we'll take it from there. All right. Well, um, you know, uh, uh, I think it's a good place to start. I guess I'll start from when um, I wanted to take, you know, rap series. But, you know, when I knew I was hot enough to spin in the streets, you know, because it was always ciphers, places, and battles breaking out. And back then, battles was like, you, you came to the battle with what you had in your head already. You know, it wasn't no time to prepare. You know, you might just be in a party, and you in there, and then the other kid, you know, he's on the other, other end of the party with his homies, and this guy's from that hood, and, and he hot where he from. And, you know, they, you know, the people get to talking, you know, this is in the building and, oh, oh, yeah, that guy is in the building and niggas go, well, you know, let's see a battle. And then it'll happen like that. And I've never turned down those kind of those kind of things. I always was like head up with that type of shit. So um, throughout the years, you know, being in Philly, just building the buzz up, doing shit like that, jumping in ciphers. It don't matter if it was a cipher going on. I just happened to be driving past with my old head. You know, I hop right out and jump right in the cypher. Yo, 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 yo. Go in. It's like, yo, who is this dude? Like, you know what I'm saying? So just jumping in cyphers, always showing up to all the parties and events, rapping. And, you know, I got kind of big. And then, you know, the the, the DVD era is, is what really catapulted me to, like, uh, like local celebrity shit, you know what I'm saying? Because whenever it was a DVD that was coming out, they would always get the hot rappers. Mm. And you wasn't a hot rapper if DVD makers wasn't coming in. Yes. Like your phone to get you on DVDs. So, you know, it's I always... Sis, sis, so, so, so just, just to get some time time stamps in this, what we're talking DVD era now, what we're talking like oh, uh, three. early 2000s? You talking these kind of times or earlier? Uh, Probably like... uh. Like mid two thousands, okay. You know what I'm saying, and then you know, up till 
probably like 2010 is when like DVDs kind of fell off because like the internet got big, YouTube got big. So instead of like having making DVDs, you would just put your shit directly on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, and push it like that. But you know, but before YouTube was hot and people, you know, figured out you could use that shit as a lane, you know, niggas was doing the DVD shit. And I was always getting calls, niggas like, yo, man, we need a verse from you on this DVD, bro. Da, 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 da. And you know, but if you was a real big ass, you could charge niggas. Like, all right, well, you want a verse from me? I want 500. And you yeah. could have a verse, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. niggas, damn, man, all right, give him the 500 because they want the verse, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, you know, so around that time, I, you know, I, I was that guy. I was the guy always getting paid to rap after a while, you know. Um, then, uh, I say around 2000 and what, like four, maybe I think uh five, like around probably like 2004 or five, like mid 2000. Um, I ran in the game. The, the West was one tour. It was a uh, snooping game. Yes. Doing a tour together. You know what I'm saying? They had a pit stop in Philly to do a concert. And uh, my manager at the time was like, sis, we got to go. Cause I feel like you'll be a good fit over there. Cause he be on that shit. You be on that shit. If I could get you back there, to, if if he could hear you, I believe he'll fuck with you. And I'm just you know little North Philly baby. I'm like man, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't believe none of that shit will happen. I'm just like dude, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? We if you want to go, we could go. I ain't gonna say no, but I wasn't. My heart wasn't in it. I ain't give a fuck. I was fresh off the block. I had my Jordan sweats on. Had a pocket full of bud. <laughs> Probably had like fucking thirty five dollars in my pocket trying to get to some more bread. Yeah, I ain't really about none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But when when we went, you know, I, I kind of say to that that day kind of changed my outlook on life. I realized like damn, it ain't all about the streets and the block and and, and hustling. It ain't about all that. Like damn, it's it's other shit going on out here that we not even paying attention to because we don't get to see it. You know what I'm saying? So. Cicero, what was it like growing up in North Philly? Because you hear all the stories. What 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 was yeah. it like, North Philly? Shit, man, North Philly. I ain't gonna lie. North Philly at one time was like the fucking wild wild west, and it was it was like that because um, the they implemented the gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? Is and, and and this is it's funny. You know when you you know. When you when you arrive to your your awakening point and shit, you know what I'm saying, and you realize like, yo, that shit is all fucking just dickhead, stupid shit that we was just running, chasing after, like, you know what I'm saying, trying to be gangsters and shit, and you know that story don't have a good ending, man. You know what I'm saying, that story got a fucked up ending. It don't matter if you was up, you gotta come tumbling down. You know what I'm saying, and that life, man, that shit just crazy. So everybody was into the life, but. You had the older cats. The older cats was more on the uh, the, the 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 kingpin side, like the Alpo and the Rich Porter and the AZ Faison. Like they was more on that into that lifestyle. My generation was more into the bang bang shoot 'em up. Don't get no money, get bodies. You know what I'm saying? So I felt sorry for my generation after a while. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! I see a seven on the joint. I don't know if it clicked out, but uh. That's basically what that was, man. It was like niggas just running around, shooting and killing. And, um, you know, if you was one of those dudes that was doing the shooting and killing, you know, you 
you had some type of credibility in the hood, which was crazy too. You know what I'm saying? It was like the nigga that was doing the most killing and the most shooting, and he had the most the most respect. <laughs> and it was like, hey, yo, this shit is all ass backwards. <laughs> so like, what the fuck? And then, you know, those was all my homies, all my little brother homies, you know, and them dudes ain't even allowed to walk the streets no more, man. Dudes is either dead or they in jail, man. So, so what? So what happened backstage there? When, when when I know I caught you off there when you um you said that you went you went to go to the games concert. Then what happened backstage? Did you get to rap for him? And then what took place? Yeah, man. Uh, I, uh, we actually had backstage passes and shit. And um, my manager just was like, "Yo, put this on your neck and go back there. Don't talk to nobody. Just walk back there." So I put the backstage pass on my neck and I walked backstage and shit. And I just happened to get through. Ain't nobody questioned me or nothing. So I leaned on the wall and my manager walked through. Ain't nobody say nothing to him. He leaned right next to me. So uh, we was like probably like five feet away from game actual locker room where, uh, you know, he was doing his, his change outfits and all that shit. At this point, I believe the concert was over. You know what I'm saying? They had the day last segment and um, we was kind of like, you know, Made it by the skin of our teeth and shit. So, uh, Damo, who, who is still my man to this day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I talk to Damo all the time, you know what I'm saying? Shout out my nigga Damo, you know what I'm saying? What side nigga? You know what I'm saying? Awake nigga, you heard? So, at the end of the day, you know, Damo come out the locker room with the camera, like, yo, who out here rap? Me and my manager looked at each other, like, yo, this is it, yo. He was like, yo, I got the livest nigga in the city right here. The livest nigga. Ain't no nigga liver than this nigga right here. Ain't he the youngest one? So Dama was like, bullshit, rap. So I started, I started going. Damo like, yo, you got to spit this shit in front of game. So I guess game must have heard him say that because we wasn't that far from the locker room and the door was open. You know what I'm saying? So, uh. Game was like, that shit sound weak out there. Come spit that shit in here. So I get mad. I get offended. I'm like, what? What'd he say? I'm like, hold on, watch out. So I push Dom out the way and I walk in the locker room. I'm like, you want to hear it in here? You said it sound whack out there? He's like, oh, oh, Philly. I don't want no trouble, Philly. I don't want no trouble, Philly. He's like, I just want to hear some balls. Let me hear something. So I, I still, I'm still a little offended. Like, hold on, ain't nobody never said that to me. So I, I'm still, I got the brick on and everything like, he like, yo, this little nigga right here, man. So I'm looking like a pit in there because I'm offended that he said my shit sound weak. You know what I'm saying? So I got the mean face on. I'm just going for like two hours. This nigga walk around every, walk around the whole locker room. It's nothing but black wall niggas in there with black wall chains on. And they all big and iced out. Brickland looking motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So he's snatching everybody chains off their neck while I'm walking, while walking around with me. Snatching everybody chains off their neck. And I'm looking like, what the fuck is he doing? But I just keep rapping and shit. And then uh, he, he he take everybody chains off and then put them on me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, you Black Wall Street now. You going on tour with me, young boy. Like, I fucks with you. You 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 Black Wall Street now. So I looked around. I'm like, oh, shit. I just stopped rapping. I shut up. I didn't say nothing else. I just was sitting there with everybody chains on. Everybody looking at me like, like, cause they ain't never see game act like that. They ain't never see no, no nigga come in there and rap like that. Like, yo, what the fuck? And Big Face Hunted, that's a uh, game, Big Brother. 
And he was the one that was really co-signing the whole pitch because from the first four bars, his mouth dropped. And he sat like that the whole time. I'm looking around at everybody like, yo, everybody look fucking shocked. I don't even think I should keep rapping. You know what I'm saying? So this shit was so crazy. I'm like, yo, this, this shit really happening. And then um, after I shut up, you know, game came back and took everybody's chains back off my neck. He was like, yo, that's going to look ill for the documentary. We put that out. I'm like, well, yeah, you going to put that out? He's like, hell yeah, we going to put that out, nigga. Show everybody how you got picked up. That's crazy. Ain't nobody never, ain't, ain't nothing like that ever happened for nobody. I'm like, yo, you're retarded for that idea. That's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, he taking everybody's chains off, uh, off my neck to give it back to them. And he left me with one. It was like he he took like ten of them off me, and and the 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 eleventh one was was a, was a small Jacob joint. This was a badass motherfucker too. It was a Jacob joint, and it had the Cuban links on it. He was like, "That's you. You can have that one." I'm like, "Oh shit! I got a chain. Ain't never had no fucking chain before. You know what I'm saying?" Like I said, I was fresh off the block. <laughs> niggas ain't niggas ain't had no jewelry back then. You know what I'm saying? So I, I got this heavy ass little, it's a little jaw. Like the piece probably was like no bigger than like, probably like, like this. You know what I'm saying? Or probably like a little bigger. You know what I'm saying? But the whole shit was just bust down, like iced out. And they had the motherfucking Cuban link shit on it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm big shit. I'm feeling like big shit. I'm like, oh shit. So this nigga was like, hold on. We all going to go to the bus. But first we got to go to this party in, in your city. We got to show up there. I'm like, oh yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be even better. He was like, hold on, take this. Smack 2000 in my hand. Like Shit still had the bank paper on it. So I know it was fresh out the bank. Like it was some money. He just got paid. Probably. You know what I'm saying? And the shit said 2000 on the paper. And I'm looking at him like, damn, this nigga just gave me a chain and 2000. And he taking me on tour. Like, what the fuck just happened? I called my baby mom. I'm like, yo, baby mom, I'm not coming home tonight, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's like, where the fuck you going? What you mean? So I told her the story and her and her friends all hype in the background, like, oh my God, that's what's up. We're so proud of you. We knew you could do it. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? That was an ill night. And then we ended up going to a um a a, a party here in Philly. And game was a special invited guest. And uh it was a big party. Like everybody was there. That's somebody in Philly. And when I showed up with game, it really blew everybody away. Like, yo, this nigga really with the ball game. You know what I'm saying? So the, the rumor was already in the street that I was with him before it even hit the radio. Because it hit the radio when I left. People was calling me like, yo, you want to tour with game? I'm like, yeah. They like, yo, Wendy Williams, motherfucking uh, Moni Love, everybody talking about it on the radio. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? This shit spreading out like a fucking cancer. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like I got the, that's probably the biggest story for any nigga like coming from Philly. Like that's the illest story ever. Like how you get so, picked up. Like niggas wasn't getting picked up like that. Like, did you finish the did you finish the tour? Did you did you carry on on the tour after that? Yeah, yeah. I actually did the whole first tour with him, and I did the uh the world the second world tour with him too. Oh, so where did you go? Did you come the over second, here? Did you come to the UK? Yep. Got passport stamped and everything. I didn't even know what the fuck that was. They was like, "Young boy, we gotta get you a uh, a passport." And I was <laughs> we we was in um we was in Detroit, and they was like, "Yo, you gotta go back to the city real fast." I'm like, "Why?" 
because I wasn't trying to go back the fuck home. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, for what? They like, no, no, no. Just stay for two days. Damo going to go with you. It was like, just stay for two days, get your passport and come back out to Kylie, meet us in Kylie. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah, you talking about that. Oh, all right. Cool. So me and Damo get our shit together. We come back to uh, Philly and shit. Damo had a little baby shit that was in like, like, uh, like, like, like nice town. Far from uh, Uptown. And Uptown was where, you know, where my mom and them was at. So, you know, I come back uptown and shit. You know, get my motherfucking situation together, go downtown, get the passport, you know, get my shit all officially stamped up and all that or whatever. So now I got the passport. So I called Damo back. We skate back out. We go to Kali and shit. Yeah, shit was crazy, man. So what, what happened after that, man? What, what, so when you got off tour, you read, you read Black Wall Street now. What did they say? Like, yo, you signed to the deal. What did they do after yeah. that? So, well, basically, we uh, we actually did draw up a contract. And uh, the contract basically just needed game signature. Because, you know, my I had already handled my end and got my shit signed. And um, game kind of stalled it for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But the, the only thing about it is that he, he, he kept up his end of the bargain. You know what I'm saying? He he never put his signature on the uh on the the final draft because he did it on the first one, and uh they sent it to my entertainment lawyer. My entertainment lawyer was like, "No, we don't like this. Let's change this," and then send it back. Game had took a long ass time to put his signature on the motherfucking yeah. the final contract. It was his contract? You know what I'm saying? And that was uh the first tour. And then, um, but the whole time we waiting for this fucking contract to get signed and all this shit, he, he still got me everywhere with him. We still all over the fucking world. I'm on all the mixtapes at least three, four, five times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, it was like, it wasn't no big thing. You know what I'm saying? He, he made a big deal about it when he thought about it. Like, yo, we got to do them contracts, dog. And then I'd be like, all right. And then it's like once we start running around on tour and all that, and it's time to go to the studio, that nigga's brain just goes somewhere else, and then he stopped caring about it. You know what I'm saying? So it was more like a, a family thing with me and him. Like he he really, really took a liking to me. It wasn't about no fucking business for real. That's that's how I look at it. I think like when I look back at it, like boy just liked it. That was just it. The nigga just liked it the shit out of me. It really wasn't, he didn't put too much business thought into it. He just knew that. I was some raw talent that probably reminded, you know what I'm saying, himself of, of him at a younger age or something. You know what I'm saying? Or probably never seen nothing like me before. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? West Coast niggas wasn't giving it up how we was giving it up back back in them times. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. West Coast niggas. I don't know. But, you know, back, back then, niggas wasn't giving it up like that on the West Side. So he probably seen it and was like, yo, young boy, crazy. You know what I'm saying? So. So what was the reception back in Philly, you know, man? Because I know I know Philly is one of them cities that is is th- there's a lot of talent down there, man. We we know that just from the Rockefeller days. So when you got back to Philly after the tours and all that, what was the reception like from your people down there? Crazy, man. It was crazy. It was so crazy that I can honestly say that I got fucking crazy stories. And 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 because uh like bigger artists, like uh, state property, like uh, major figures that come from Philly. 
like these dudes witnessed a lot of my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like Gil. Like me and Gil was on the same playing field for a long time and had a lot of the same like managers and and producers and that's Gilly the Kid, PR yeah. For those who don't know, that's Gilly the Kid. Right. So um and he's like he he been rapping uh in Philly for a long time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like really had shit lit back in the like nineties. You know what I'm saying? Before it was a me or or Meek or any of that, Gil and them and, and Beans and them, you know, kind of had shit on fire with they with these squads and shit. But um, yeah, man, the shit was crazy when I came back to Philly. I couldn't really go to the malls like that. Like when I go to the malls, get mobbed and shit. You know what I'm saying? When I and then it's like it was a weird division too. I could I could say that it was a weird weird division because my shit kind of catapulted me to a class that I didn't belong in. And niggas wasn't feeling that neither. Like, that's when I realized, like, oh, it's politics here. And it's yeah. politics in this music shit. Like, yo, it's really politics. Like, because niggas will get mad. You know what I'm saying? And and some niggas will throw salt. Some niggas might hate. You know what I'm saying? So it was like 75% love and 25% hate. Hey, like, Siblin, elaborate. In, you don't need to mention any names, but elaborate in regard to that situation. What do you mean that you was in a, it catapulted you into a different kind of situation? Can you just build on that in a bit more detail? Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, It, it, it was basically like a, a class of rappers that uh, mm. came, came before me that had shit on fire, you know what I'm saying? Because they all got record deals, you know what I'm saying? And when, when I got scooped up by game and I was getting write-ups in the Vibe magazine, getting write-ups in the Double XL for a verse or some shit, or just being, um, you know, having my situation with game, it catapulted me to their level. You know what I'm saying? So all the guys that were big in Philly, you know, I could stand right next to them because it wasn't talent that, 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 that where they had me at. It was the fact that they actually had situations. <laughs> yeah, man. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that, man. Because there was a there was a time on Smack where was it Cassidy was going after Murder Mook? Yeah, that is and, my fucking rival right there, yeah. my all time rival. <laughs> he caught he caught but he tried to like dismiss you sort of like he said he was saying that he spends like fifty thousand a year on white T shirts and all that. And he was like, ah, oh, Cicero's Cicero's trying to battle me and all that. So can you break that down to exactly what happened there? Because we had all the DVDs over here in the UK. Yeah. So right, what what right. went on? What went on there with you and Cassidy? Well, put it like this: me and Cassidy come from two different hoods, but you know, my mom was always you know a independent, hardworking woman. You feel me? And she made shit happen for herself. Which kind of, if I wanted to be, removed me from the hood. You know what I'm saying? So my mom didn't live in the hood after a while. My mom was living in all kinds of little cool, little crazy places. It wasn't no hood shit. It was all white people and shit. You feel me? Like, no diss to the white people. I love you motherfuckers, man. Real talk, man. <laughs> but, you know, my mom's always had a little cool spot out the way. But I wouldn't be there. I go still go down the hood. You feel me? But you know, uh, my mom moved from uh, 
from Germantown. Germantown is like right in between North. So my mom was gradually moving, moving back and back and back, like more away from the hood. So if my mom had moved uptown. This is where Cassidy's from. Cassidy's from uptown. You know what I'm saying? And when I moved uptown, I bought kind of like this, 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 this rap thing with me. You mean like this stigma? Because I already had a little street buzz from North following me. You know what I'm saying? But uptown, I was I was nobody. You know what I'm saying? Nobody ain't know who I was. And I had a problem with that. I was like, man, you know who the fuck I am in North Philly, dog? <laughs> and y'all niggas acting like y'all don't know who the fuck I am up here. So, you know, when I moved uptown, I was through a rap. I was doing it, getting involved. And um, one time, my guy, the <laughs> black Tanner, she introduced me to Cass. He was like, yo, you know. I want you to meet Cass and this, that, and the third. And Cass was like, yeah, I heard about you and shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas saying that you be up here uptown destroying shit, like after the, you know, the after school ciphers and shit like that. I'm like, yeah, I'll be smoking these niggas up here. You feel me? So he's like, uh, let me hear something. So I start rapping and shit. He's like, yeah, man, you tight, man. So me and Cass was cool first. You know what I'm saying? He was on a tip like, you know, you my young boy, like, because he older than me and shit, you know what I'm saying? So he was always on, you know, that's my young boy. I fucks with Cicero, Cicero Knight. And then, you know, more as we got cool, he showed me little tricks. I ain't going to lie, niggas, you know, I'm a real guy at the end of the day. And he showed me, like, little tricks to, like, little shit. Shit he would do. But he wanted to pass off some type of knowledge or something to me. And he'd be like, do this like this or say this like this. And I'd be like, what you mean? He'd be like, and then he'd show me it, like write the shit down. And then I'd get the formula and be like, oh, that do sound a little bit better. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of he kind of showed me one of his main pieces to that make him who he is. And I got good at it. And I started to use it. It was like, dog, we set up certain shit the same way. Like we, we call it double piecing. Even Eminem do it. That's how I know Eminem is fucking fantastic. Cause we ain't never talked to Eminem, and I never heard no other rapper do that shit. <laughs> and it be double P. Now niggas do it, but it's double piece, and it's like you, you rhyme twice before you rhyme with the last thing you are. Right, so if I say eat, and then I say shit and brick, and then I say beat, beat and eat rhyme, but shit and brick rhymed in between eat and beat. Like, little cool shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just make the rap sound crazier when you're listening. Like, motherfuckers probably really don't know that, but we know that. You see what I'm saying? So then as my shit started to pick up more, he was still growing within the industry. So, like I said, he's in a class. I don't belong in a class. Like, I always got boot, like boost, boosted up in a class. I don't belong in a class. They class, you know, them dudes had deals. And all that cool shit. I didn't have a record deal yet. You know what I'm saying? When I was getting compared to these to these guys and shit like that. So um, Cass was so used to having Uptown on Smash all by itself. And when I came along and started buzzing, it, you know, it, it kind of put us neck and neck in the neighborhood. Because I would drop CDs, he would drop CDs, and niggas would compare and say, like, yo, sis and Cass, the best two niggas Uptown. And with Philly competitive that competitive spirit is in everybody here you know what i'm saying and if you can't control your competitive spirit it'll make you a hater too you know what i'm saying really got it got that competitive spirit and um 
I believe he popped the first shot at me and niggas woke me up because I, I didn't I didn't pay it no mind because I was always known for wearing authentic jerseys and, and headbands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was my shit. I really got it from Fab. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that was my nigga. That's the industry nigga I was watching. I was like, y'all like them? I like Fab. You feel me? It kind of like, you know, show you kind of like how 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 I look at artistry and how I look at like raw hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I like when the artist could still have raw shit to him, you know what I'm saying? But still can, you know, swaggy, you know what I'm saying? And, and attract babes and, and, you know, you know what I'm saying? And just be like more of a universal look instead of looking like a nigga that'll do some dirt. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I don't really listen to those rappers, you know what I mean? But at the time, motherfucking, uh, Cash came out with a, a, a freestyle that was popping in the, in, in the city. And he said, uh, Something about uh, you little clowns just sound like watered down versions of me. And niggas was like, yo, he aiming that at you. And I'm like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was it was floating around for like a month. I'm like, yo, why everybody keep trying? When, when, when the fuck this start, nigga? Like, fuck you talking about? I've been punchlining. That ain't nothing new. Like, I've been doing that. He ain't show me that, if that's what y'all think. He showed me little shit about piecing up bars. He ain't show me nothing about no punchlining, nothing about no similes, nothing about no metaphors. I've been doing that. That's how I got hot. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? So when he was like, he was taking like little shots like that, and I was the only person fitting the shoes because niggas couldn't think of nobody that was hot that really fit the shoes. They're like, who could he be talking about then if he's not talking about you? You little clown sound like little, I mean, you little clown sound like watered down versions of me. Like, who is he talking about? So it kind of like pulled me in it. I'm like, yo, he might be talking about me. Like, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we cool. And uh, the uh, when I heard the shit about the uh, Put a put a put a put a bullet in the fucking the 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 NBA sign on your headband and all that shit. I was like, oh yeah, he talking about me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was like, all right, well, if he want to do that, <laughs> I'm not gonna ever stop. That's the thing about me. That's what made it big because every two weeks I had a Cassidy this, and it wasn't like whole verses. They was phenomenal bars that was inside of verses that I wrote that you didn't know had nothing. The verse had nothing to do with Cassidy, but the last four bars of the verse might. But they be so phenomenal. The bars would be so at his neck and so like well thought. Niggas would be like, damn, hey, yo, you ain't hear that nigga since this cast? And I would do that like every two weeks. Like he only got like 12 bars out of me for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? I never really dissed that. I never dissed Cassidy with a whole rap. Never did. I think one, I had dissed him twice in the same rap, but I never wrote a whole verse about Cass. Because at the end of the day, I knew it was rap competition and I wasn't about to sit back and waste a whole hot verse on Cassidy. You know what I'm saying? He ain't never do that to me. He only popped little, little bars at me. So I popped bars back. And, you know, it got big. It got real big because niggas knew we was dissing each other. It's like when you when niggas don't know that you subliming, because a lot of people sublim each other now. You know, what I mean, they sub yeah. each other to where people got to like guess. Cass was subbing me. I was saying Cass name. You see what I'm saying? So it got big and niggas was like, yo, we know that Cass is dissing sis now because sis not just going to diss Cassie. They cool. You see what I'm saying? So. 
then when he went to smack and niggas was like, oh, niggas was mad. Like, yo, he went to smack and he fucking dissed you. I was smiling. I said, he's stupid. He's he's pulling me up with him. He dumb as <laughs> shit. Because I know I wouldn't have did that. The day he went on smack and said, <laughs> little niggas like Cicero and Murder Mook. I said, oh, thank you. Mine. Yo, it was it was a great day when he did that. I wasn't mad at all because he 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 was giving me my rightful position. Number one, you're recognizing too much because at this time he big he big cast with, with with Swiss Beats with the full surface chain. This is Cassidy and his prime. We talking about yeah, Hotel yeah, Cassidy, yeah. R. Kelly, all of that. Yeah, like that 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 verse he did on Smack was a phenomenal verse. You see what I'm saying? This is Cassidy in his prime, and he's talking about me and Murder Moot. That already show you where niggas was at. So that basically he was giving me my spot. So I never I never was mad at Cassidy for that. I knew what Cassidy was doing. The pressure that I was applying to Cass. Nobody never done that before because niggas be scared. But but hold <laughs> on, so, hold on, hold on a second, Cicero. Yeah. So when all this was going on between you and Cassidy, yeah, was this at the time when you when you had linked up with Game or before? No, no. This is before Game. <laughs> okay. The re- the reason I why I say that the reason <laughs> the reason why I say that because I think everyone knows that that Smack DVD get that was a verse what what the reverse Cassidy on the video to. That was on a Swiss Beats, Cassidy and Game song. You remember? It was called. Um, it was called. Um, no, not that verse he spit where he said my name in the interview. No, no, but he, he never, on that same DVD never, though he had that. In the verse. Yeah, he never did me in the verse. Niggas, niggas might think he did. He ain't diss me in the verse. He he dissed me in the interview, and then after the interview he spit that verse. But that was that on the, that was on a get that was on a game song that verse, that was a no, game game no, Swiss no. beat. It was a Swiss beat song, but it was featuring Game and Cassidy. It was called um, Aim for the Head. I don't know. I didn't know Game back then. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, my, you know what I'm saying. All we knew is that we heard Cassidy verse. We didn't hear Game verse. Okay, <laughs> we heard Cassidy verse. You know what I'm saying? And to this day, I still didn't hear Game verse on that beat. <laughs> it's on YouTube, man. It's called Aim for the Head. Just type it in on YouTube, man, because I remember at the time. So what happened? So what happened after that? So did you did 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 you want to battle him, or was it just a thing where you just said I wanted to battle that nigga? I'm like, dog, stop fucking subliming me, and let's just take it face to face. I probably tell a story about it on Instagram later on the day because I said I was going to start doing that, telling like un- untold Cicero stories that are real stories that niggas can't deny because they facts and. Niggas might be like, damn, that little nigga gonna tell that old ass story that involved me and shit, man, damn. But it's like, oh, well, nigga. So what? It's real. I can stand on it. It's fact. So, so, you know what I mean? Like the time when, 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 uh, me and, uh, me and, uh, me and Game. Now, this is when I did link with Game. Cause when Cass dissed me on Smack, yeah. Um, I, I didn't know Game back then. That, that shit happened probably like two years before. Two years or yeah, some shit like that before I ran into Game. <clears throat> But when I did run in the game, it, it was kind of probably more ironic for Cassidy than anything. Like, what the fuck? I'd be doing verses with this nigga game and then this nigga sister just pop up with him and he co-signing the shit out of him. So it might have been a spooky moment for Cass. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? It just showed niggas the, the shit that shit I was I was that was gravitating to me. You know what I'm saying? So we in Denver at a powerhouse and um game, everybody know about this Sis and Cassidy shit. Everybody knows Swiss, everybody knows this shit ain't nothing. It's leaking into the industry now because I'm getting closer and closer and closer to the industry. So now there's this beef. This rap between us is leaking inside the industry. Now these industry dudes know, like, yo, that little dude Cicero that that gang got him and him and Cassidy be beefing. Niggas like, yeah, they be they be throwing shots at each other. They like, oh shit. So now that's giving me even more credibility. That smack thing was a bad idea. He shouldn't have did that. You know what I'm saying? But when he did it, it just helped the shit out of me. I didn't. It was a win win for me. So we backstage Denver powerhouse. Um, me and Game walking together, we see Cassidy, we see Swiss Beats. No, we see Swiss Beats first. And uh, Game go, hey, Swiss, where Cass at? He here? I got 10,000. Cassidy can't chew my young boy. He can't beat him in a battle. So I look at Game like, oh, shit, what you doing? You got 10,000? Where? Right there? I'm telling you, if you if you bust this nigga Cassidy ass right now, right here tonight, we can have that ten thousand. I said, go get him. Niggas was like, oh, <laughs> it's about to go down backstage in Denver Powerhouse, nigga. I was dead ass serious. I said, yo, I'm gonna fuck this nigga life up. That's what I'm gonna do because I already had seventy verses about him at this point. After the smack shit, I said, oh no, I want battle now because one one side of me like. You helped me. Then another side of me is like, your intentions wasn't, though. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So after that, I start writing verses about the nigga. So I had verses already. I'm like, he's going to die if we battle because he don't know I got this. I got ammo he, he, he's not aware about. And at this time, lyrically, we was on the same level. Ain't nobody was doubting that shit. Niggas knew that. We was on the same level back then. And um, lyrically. And uh, now it's different. I might have an edge. <laughs> but no, back then, we was definitely on the same level. And motherfucking Cass turned the battle down. Cass was like, hold up, man. This shit getting out of hand. Like, realized that he was doing more helping me than he was destroying me. And his intentions was to destroy me. And he wasn't doing it. He was helping me. So he said, you know what? He, he pulled a smart move. He, 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 he said, let me talk to you. He pulled me to the side. He said, look, you my young boy. You was always my young boy. How in the fuck we get to this point? So now where niggas is trying to get us to battle each other. To me, I said, you smart genius motherfucker. You going to back out this battle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and doing it the right way because you, you tugging at my heart and everything. Yeah, you are my man. Yeah, we ain't supposed to be. You know what I mean? We, 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 we tight for real. So it's like, all right, nigga, you right. And we shook hands that night, and I just let it be. I ain't say nothing, not another diss about him, nothing. You feel me? And he almost started it back up. It's just that I'm a man of my word. When his, when his third album came out, he dissed me and Murder Mook again on the intro of the third album. I said, he really want me to go get him, dog, because he drawing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> why you? I gave you my word I wasn't going to diss you no more, bro. You know what I'm saying? And... I called him immediately because I, I ran into one of his comrades down uh, uh, Broad and Cecil B. Moore. I think that was at the Blue Horizon. 
when New Horizon was popping. I seen one of his comrades down. Yeah. I said, yo, call Captain, bro. But yeah, he turned down that battle in Denver. That's a wild story. Like, nigga said 10,000 for the winner. I was ready. I was ready. I said, yeah, I'm leaving with this 10,000, bro. Because he was talking about 55. He was on about 50,000 and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> huh? You what remember, you say, big guy? On the smack, on the smack, Cassidy was saying, like, he needs 50,000 to battle and all that kind of stuff. I thought he said he spent 50,000 on white tees or some shit like that. Yeah, he said that. He said that. Yeah. Yeah, he said that as well. But we, we was looking at Cassidy like he was full of shit because it's like, nigga, we ain't dumb. You saying what you saying because you really don't want to battle, nigga. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if a nigga get busy, a nigga get busy. 10,000 is cool, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Nigga talking about 50,000. You only saying that because you know, ain't nobody going to give you no fucking 50,000, nigga. Don't be trying. Niggas crack me up when they do that. Niggas set prices they know niggas is not going to get them. Was, so they they know they have to battle. I was just you know gonna saying? ask that, sis. So, so what what is a, what is a realistic amount of money uh, a rap battle would 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 um, attract? Because you know we as you say we've been hearing all these crazy amounts, fifty and twenty five, and all this madness. It, niggas don't only do that because that's the only way you could separate class and battle rap. Because if you look at battle rap, it ain't no class division. And people need class division so they can feel like they're getting um, maybe a certain type of look. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they've been doing it longer. So they they want the people to think that they're getting more. You know what I'm saying? But you only getting what they're giving, man. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, a nigga might go, you know, I want 80000 to battle. And a nigga go, you're not giving this nigga no 80000 <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So we, we won't see this nigga battle for a while because ain't nobody going to give him that 80000 mm. But if he come down, like maybe, maybe 20, maybe. Niggas might go, it depends on who it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, a nigga like Cassidy, they paid Cassidy all that money because they really thought Diz could get Cassidy. <laughs> we were over here saying, no Diz. <laughs> like, no, come on, man. Like, we know who can get Cassidy, and the nigga's in Philly. <laughs> the nigga that can get Cassidy is in Philly. That nigga's nowhere else. Trust. It's certain shit we do that just get over on other motherfuckers. It's certain shit we do that get over on certain motherfuckers. And you got to know what it is that he's doing to be able to do it back to him. Mm. Or going to lose. So, yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> what? But is is Cassie is he still the bat? Is he still putting in putting in work and all that? Because I ain't heard really, I ain't heard nothing mm-hmm. recent still. Uh, I can honestly say that um, he's not with no major at least. He's on some independent thing, I would imagine. He, he independent more now, but um, okay. He, he he got a little he got a little um a little backing from Swiss. I think I, I see Swiss kind of pulling certain strings for him independently, like as far as uh uh like getting on uh big radio stations and shit like that to do interviews. I, I kind of could see that going on because mm. too much that I'm blind to anymore when it comes to this shit. 
I could kind of see that going on. Swiss pulling strings to get cast on like, uh, you know, certain interviews with big, you know, big radio stations that's like syndicated or whatever. Yeah. But other than that, he's independent. He's still he's he's still putting out music, but that's another conversation. <laughs> True indeed, sibling. True indeed. So so let's encapsulate this game thing then. So you were you were signed, um, didn't fully get the last signature on this thing. Um, you know, what what happens at when did you eventually what when did you leave and what was the kind of circumstance? Would you leave on a good note or you know, how did that all play out? Yeah, the um see the thing is with the wall shit is I kind of never like like some people tried to come up with uh little shit to try to like assassinate my character like oh game drops this and shit like that me and me and game never had a conversation about business since the fucking contract bro everything been on the just the kindness and the goodness of this man's heart fucking with me like yo this nigga this little nigga nice i'm putting him on all my shit i'm putting money in his pocket i'm letting him perform on my stages I don't care if we in Canada. I don't care if we in fucking London. It don't matter where we was at. He would let me get the microphone and spit a freestyle at the end of the show. And I would literally had a crowd bugging like, yo, I got to tell the one. I, I got so many stories. I'm really going to start doing that on Instagram, like telling these unstold, these untold stories. Like, because they crazy and I got to share them with motherfuckers. Like, I never told motherfuckers these stories. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, me and Game never officially had a conversation about me being like kicked out. You know, he actually is more me and Game uh, relationship is more of a personal job than 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 business because he's not really your business guy. You know what I'm saying? This guy really just a street level guy that knew how to rap. The right people got in his career, made him a fucking millionaire. So all he know how to do is really rap and spend paper he's not really the businessman like you're not going to sit down in a meeting with game and have a like straight business conversation he gonna find a way to make it real ghetto (laughs) real hood and then before you know it y'all leaving the meeting together going to the shaky butt see what i'm saying and spend some money like eat some fucking chicken you know what i'm saying that's the kind of nigga game is game is not your typical businessman he's more of a, a hood nigga with, with, with a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? So, and to me, it's nothing wrong with that. Everybody don't do the business thing. Even the last time I talked to him about it, when, uh, I'm still a little salty with him about this too. Cause he, he, I call him bipolar cause I could do that. I wouldn't suggest other niggas do that. He might punch you in the face, but I call him bipolar cause he'd be changing his mind too fast sometimes. Cause I remember the last time I talked to him, I, I ain't see, I ain't talked to him for a while. And, 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 and I don't be sweating it, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, I'm my own entity as well. I always been. And, you know, I can say his cosign really lifted me to heights that I did not go as my own entity. So when he kind of slowed down with his cosigning, it kind of let me slide down the totem pole a little bit. And, uh, you know, a lot of the, the uh, you know, Black Wall Street fans didn't stay connected. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't right next to game all the time and shit like that. So, but I'll be salty with him. Like, this nigga, 
I, I talked to him right, like two summers ago. He's like, yo, I got this record with Fab and Ace Hood. I want me and you to kill this shit. This dickhead never sends the record. It's like, dog, why the fuck you playing like that, man? Like, that's nutty, man. That record will change my motherfucking life right now, dick. Don't play like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, it would, <laughs> man. When I touch down out L.A., though, that's who I be with. You know what I'm saying? When I when I touch down out there, I call game. What's up, OG? I'm out here. Yeah, and, you know, that's who I run around with when I'm on the west side. It's it's still love. It's more of a personal thing mm-hmm. than business. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my big deal for real. Definitely, yeah. definitely. It'd be good, as you said, man. It'd be good, you know, with with the position he's at. I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's not as popular as he is now musically. But even bringing out new material, it'd be good to have some of the the old Black Wall Street members on there to, you know, just just to add a little different dimension rather than having all these new ass people on there, these crazy rappers and all this madness, just to stay current kind of thing. People sell, right. people buy the music based upon the name, really. You know what I mean? His name sells, so he can just continue to do his thing. Right. Right. I be feeling like it's a, it's like I said, when, when you're super competitive, if you don't keep hold or control your competitiveness, that shit'll make you hate. It's uncontrollable. It happens. You know what I'm saying? If you too competitive and you don't want to see a nigga get ahead of you, if you don't control that fucking competitive drive, that shit'll make you do some hating shit. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that goes for any rapper that's competitive, man. You gotta you gotta control your shit. Because, mm. you know, it'll make you hate on somebody that deserve a look. Because I know if I was in his position, I would have at least two little hungry niggas that I always got rapping with me just because. Yeah, real talk. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. That makes sense. So... You know your connect your, your connection with game. How did that did that play a part in anything that went down between me and game? Like how you're Philly, everyone knows you're from Philly, and then everyone knows that you was connected with game, and then all of a sudden game had this big, this big rap beef or what you would call it with with Meek. See what I'm saying? Right. Did did any of them man's like say yo Cicero, what's going on with my man or like yo? Tell him to call. Tell him to cool down or whatever. Did you, or, or was it just like they left you out of it completely? Yo, to be honest, bro, I sat around and watched that shit. Okay. I was totally not going to get in the middle of it. I was totally not going to say nothing about it because <laughs> I had a prior a prior line of business anyway due to some lyrics. <laughs> That uh, I didn't need to say anything at the end of the day, but you know, certain things ain't for everybody, motherfucking ears, man. And, and that's one thing I hate about this motherfucking business, man. Because when you a real guy, man, and you like telling the truth, sometimes you can't tell the truth. You got or, or you if you if you, I ain't gonna say you can't tell the truth. Sometimes you just got shut up and you can't say shit. You know what I'm saying? But I had prior engagements of business due to some lyrics. So I really wasn't tripping. I was going to sit back and watch this shit unfold. Like, wow, look at this shit here. I hope motherfucking Meek hold it down. And I hope game don't let this nigga bust his ass. I'm looking at it like a fan. Like, where them bars at, niggas? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the shit I like. I don't think we should take that away from hip hop. Yeah. Stop being so sensitive, though, when you lose. You know what I'm saying? 
if you feel like you could jump in the ring with battle, you know, jump in the ring with certain artists and defend your, you know, defend your empire, do that. But don't be so sensitive when you lose. It's, it's, it's got to be a loser, man. Basketball, boxing, it don't take nothing away from you, you know, as uh, the artist, because you lose a battle rap fucking beef. It don't matter. Because look how many of them bitches Meek lost, and he's still relevant, still getting money. So it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, just do it for the sport, though, if you're going to do it. Do it to, to try to win. It's fun, man. Like, it keep your fucking skills on point. It keep you sharp. It make hip-hop really, like, come together. Like, the whole entire hip-hop fan base knows about when somebody too big niggas is beefing. Yeah. You can't get away from it. Niggas that fucking listen to Paramore and fucking <laughs> Nine Inch Nails know when motherfucking two big hip-hop niggas is beefing, bro. They just know. So it's like, that's the grand stage. And it's like, everybody stop acting so sensitive, man, and just take it for what it is. Hip-hop battling is just a sport. It's always been. And it's competitive. And that's it. Niggas be trying to act like they need to draw blood about it. It's like, stop it, bro. Because... You know, every man ain't going to let you draw blood from him anyway. So you might lose the battle and lose that, too. So you don't want to do that. It's like, fuck it. Just keep it that sportsmanship, man. You know what I'm saying? Or if you know you can't do that, that ain't your lane, then don't do it. And let everybody know you're not doing it. Like, I'm not battle rapping against this fucking fool. And then everybody will stop bringing it up. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Real talk, real talk. So Cicero, what you got? What you got going on, man? Let, let's let's hear what you got going on now. Currently, I, um, Noble sent me the mixtape. Yeah, man, you definitely yeah. definitely sounding healthy. Definitely yeah. sounding healthy, man. So what's what's the future got in store for you? Yeah, for me, um, I'm the artist that um, been showing his potential his whole career. Yes. But I never ever got a big shot at being my own solo artist with my own driven career being the main without being uh attached to something bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? I always was that guy. I feel like that's all I've been doing lately. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say lately, I'm gonna say throughout my whole career is just showing my potential and what what I'm capable of if given a, you know, a platform. Yes. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do is just, you know, take the bull by the horns, man. I got a, a, a lot of different connects, a lot of different plugs. I got a lot of good family that's uh, riding with me and a uh, part of my, 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 my Cicero train. You know what I'm saying? The people that's aboard that feel like we want to see you blow just as much as you want to see you blow. And we're we're going to do our part to make sure that it happens. So I got uh, stronger team members around now. You know what I'm saying? Before, it was just niggas that I knew from the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? We ain't know nothing about no motherfucking music business, none of that shit. So actually getting in with the people that I've been getting in with and, you know, uh, being a part of the B-Star movement with game and, you know, meeting people and, you know, uh, having my shit heard on a certain level, it draws certain people to you that'll give you a call and then you'll be like oh shit you fuck with me like you know what i'm saying and you'll be surprised to, to know that like damn i ain't know you fuck with me and they're like yeah nigga i fucked with you so you know there's a lot of string pulling going on so 
what we want to do now is make Cicero the main attraction. We don't want Cicero to be the runner up to no other artist that's signed or got a deal. We, 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 we want Cicero to be the main product. We want Cicero to, to, uh, go get the label deal and bring the label deal home for us. You know what I'm saying? Cause Cicero seen a lot. And, and Cicero knows what the fuck to do with that deal when it comes through and how to make it, uh, sustain and, 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 you know, throughout the years, you know what I'm saying? And that's basically what we're going to do. We're just going to blow Cicero up and then we're going to slowly introduce people into, a, you know, different parts of Cicero. You know what I'm saying? Start to bring them a little closer so they'll see that there's really no character here. There's really no uh, uh, split in personalities here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cicero and who the fuck I am as a real person is, is the same motherfucker. It's just a name switch. So, you know, I'm working on the whole CY thing, you know, because when people know you on the street and they know your government, they normally call you a nickname. You see what I'm saying? So that's what we're doing with Cicero and CY. CY is Cicero's nickname. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody could get more familiar with this guy as a person. You know what I'm saying? Because... Cicero and who I am as a person is is the same motherfucker. So, you know, that's why I don't got no problem getting on these these new uh projects that I'm doing, like uh Lit. Lit was an idea that came to me in my fucking sleep for real, for real. So uh I wake up out of out of deep ass sleep, like, yo, what the fuck am I thinking the acronyms for? So I start writing them shits down and I'm like, lit, damn, lit. Everybody say lit right now. And I could have sworn I was the first person to say lit too. I'm going to find out when I did it. I'm going to find the track and everything. I could have sworn I was the first person to say lit. Then I heard Jim say it. Then it started carrying it around. Just like I said, ball heads. When I call bullets, ball heads. Just like when I said on site for the first time, I'll be starting little trends. I don't be getting no fucking credit for it. But at the end of the day, it's all good. You know, <laughs> hey sis, I think <laughs> hey, with that lit, I think um, I think it was oh five, oh four, maybe yeah. even oh three. Keep the sneak yeah. had a big tune with it called "Keep It Lit" or something like that. So if yours wow. was prior, then yeah, yeah, you can definitely claim that king. Right, you see what I'm saying? It's like I don't know, you know. I I feel like I I felt like that. I felt like you know, on the, I was the first person to say it, like on a track, like and like it be lit, like you know what I'm saying. But it's all it's like you know, there ain't there ain't nothing big. But I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna take lit and make an acronym from it. You know, what I mean, I make an acronym out of it. So you know, losing is intolerated was uh the first project. And I, I love that project, you know what I'm saying? Because I venture off into my versatility, which a lot of uh, rappers don't have or they scared to do it. Uh, I venture off into, um, you know, uh, like real thoughts that go on in my head. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Obama era was, was, was a thoughtful one for me, just watching how the world turning. That's one thing about me. Because of where I'm from, I learned to be real observative. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got to observe everything around me. I got to know everything going on. Like, yeah. where I'm from. Like, if you wasn't like that, somebody was going to catch you, like, slipping or or even just rob you at a bus stop. You'll never know. Yes. You always had your eyes peeled. You feel me? And um, that's how I look at the world with them same eyes. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, 
you kind of pick shit apart and, you know, connect dots and, and it get a little deep. It might go into research and they find out other shit and they'd be like, oh, what the fuck, nigga? This shit crazy out here. You know what I'm saying? So draw off into those topics neither because people be like, this is the thing that I want to break. I want to break this. I want to be responsible for breaking this. People go, uh, especially like A&Rs at record labels. What what artist are you? What genre do you do? What you talking about? I'm a person nigga, with life experiences. Yes. Think about it. When you when you live in your life, you'll be happy, mad, excited, pissed off, hungry, horny, all kind of shit in one day. That's all I do is make a song out of every mood from every fucking thought, from every perspective, from every feeling, from every mood. That's what I do. I make I make songs from those places. So I'm not going to be sounding the same on every track you hear. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that makes a great body of work when you could pop in a CD and somebody could take you several different places on a CD. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't, they don't, they be, they don't venture off into it or they act like they scared to do it. And I'm just not, you know, it's all, it's all a part of being human. What I do, that's what I represent being human <laughs> you know what i mean oh, it's like rapper i'm a human rapper you know what i'm saying <laughs> and it's some gangster shit that happened in my motherfucking eyesight in my life bro so i can take you there too yeah you see what i'm saying so yes you know what I mean? paint that picture very yeah. vividly man and it, it, it's very apparent uh that there's been a a clear um uh, amount of growth and development through your career in regards to the, the lyrical content, there's been sprinklings. There's always been sprinklings of um, social awareness within your tracks. You know what I mean? But I've noticed over the last, you know, three, four, five years, it's been a lot more prevalent. You know what I mean? Wow. The content has been there, man. It's been there. You, you, it, it's it's that point now where some people could even say, "Yo." Is this is this brother conscious, or you know you know is, is this Cicero rapping, or you know what I mean? There's the you're almost blaring the lines now, sibling. Right, 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 <laughs> right. And then it's like, I feel like that's uh, you know part of my evolution, and I don't want to fight it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want evolution. I want to go through that shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it makes for for stronger content, more memorable. You know what I'm saying? More real is the, the substance in it. It's like, it's, it's there. It's like, I'd rather listen to those songs most of the time. I pop lid on. You know mm. what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't go right to the, to the uppity tracks. Yeah. I, I, I turn on Obama era. I turn on fucking just like you. Yeah. I turn on uh, no fucks to give. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I on, uh, it's a couple of them. I forgot so many of the names of the tracks on there now. Oh yeah. Uh, fucking, um, the uh the, the hustling, one the hustling track mm-hmm. the joint where it's like uh my man young highs you know, he like he like my artist and shit you know what I'm saying that's how I'm pushing it on all my shit but you know he did a he he did a dope dope ass hook that really resonated with me like uh I think it's track six it is track six I, I just can't remember the name oh everyday, everyday struggle track. everyday struggle yes yes flames you know what I'm saying so it's like you know, these are the joints that I go to first. You know what I'm saying? Because they 
they they they they so down to earth and so full of substance and just real life shit. So it's like that's the shit I prefer to hear about, and that's the shit I prefer to write about. But then I don't be wanting to hear that shit all the time neither. I be wanting to hear some uppity shit. You know what I'm saying? You're in the city. So it's like when I make CDs, I make CDs for a well-rounded person. You know what I'm saying? I'm a well-rounded person as far as I feel. And I feel like a, a well-rounded person deserves to uh, get a CD that uh, takes them different places, man. It's like, you know, people don't want to be on the... It felt like you were listening to the same song over and over again, but yes. you different song. That that's the shit I'm just totally against. I don't want to make CDs like, like mm-hmm. I be feeling robbed when I download niggas CDs and the <laughs> seventeen tracks and then the team of them sound the same. It's like what the fuck, dog? Why am I even listening to this? Like what the fuck is this? Yeah, garbage, man. You can't. You, you simply uh, a lot of times. I mean, I don't really mess with too many. Uh, new rappers these days because it's you know content ain't really there a lot the music's you know the music's cool but content wise it ain't really saying nothing um i tend to go to for, for people from back in the d-day and you know they tend to have that formula and again we we tend to see a lot of people dealing with that growth and developments you know what I mean? Not still talking about <laughs> clapping and spending money and all this madness. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're really growing. They're really developing and they're really pushing that line. You know what I mean? And it's it's good to see that there. It's good to see people growing because there's a lot right. of people who ain't growing. They're stuck. Right, right, right. Arrested development. <laughs> yes. You know True indeed, man. True indeed. So, yeah, sis, man. Man, sis, give give out, give the siblings um, all your contact information um, so they can, you know, lift, hit you up on the Insta or, or all, all means of contact, man. Let's flood them with that. All right, no doubt. Um, You know, uh, my uh, Twitter is uh, Cicero underscore BWS, C-Y-S-S-E-R-O underscore BWS. Instagram is at Cicero underscore Atlas BWS. You see, I still hold down that wall, man. You know, it's big bro at the end of the day, you know. Um, C-Y-S-S-E-R-O underscore A-T-L-A-S-B-W-S. And he gave me that dumbass name. I just ain't never rock with it. He tried to change my name again from Cicero to Atlas. I said, no. I said, how about this? How about, how about you cut me a motherfucking check, nigga? <laughs> put out the album, nigga. And then, and then I make the CD at last. L. And then I the fucking title. Yeah, then we could do it like that. I already thought of it. But, you know, until Big Homie get his britches on right with the business, you know, y'all probably won't see a Cicero Black Ball album. But y'all will see Cicero and Game collaboration. So, you know, way tripping on that. And, um, so, you know, that's me on Instagram, me on Twitter. Um, definitely go to, uh, I'm dropping all the Lit series because the Lit series is a five CD series. And I'm only, and I just put out part one in January, January 5th. And um, they all exclusively going to be on that, that piff.com. You know what I'm saying? You can't go nowhere else to get none of my Lit shit. You yep. know, if you want to get the Lit series, you know, part volume one, volume two. Volume two is up next. Volume two is called Lost in Translation. I definitely want to plug this one in because I think this one blows part one out the water. 
that's gonna be hard to do sibling mine that's what i do though bro like <laughs> niggas be competing with other rappers i be competing with my last body of work you know what i'm saying and uh as far as uh all around bigger records i'm gonna say as far as bigger records go it, it's gonna blow it's gonna it's gonna blow lit one out the water but uh the substance the content ain't nothing gonna change because that's where i'm just at right now you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i'm on my real life shit i'm on my uh Social awareness shit. Um, you know I'm on my fly boy shit. Yep. Um, stay on that you know, man. Stay on that. Stay on that king. As we built our fair man, don't be getting. You know what I mean. Go and get caught up in in the in the getting too righteous. You know what I mean. Keep staying flat. Nah. <laughs> I'm always gonna walk that neutral line. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like I said. Man, person man i don't be wanting too much of nothing for real for real you know what i mean it's yes. like too much of that righteous shit i can't deal with it you know too much of the arrogant shit i can't deal with it too much uh-huh. street shit i can't deal with it just give me a little bit of everything man i'll be with that you know what i'm saying so that's how i'm doing my music man just a little bit of everything you know but for real for real on the surface be flyboy shit man I, I, I love fashion i love getting dressed and you know that's that's just a part of me. So you know, normally when if you go on my Instagram and see my shit, you know what I mean, you'd be like, "It's little fly as shit." You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I do. You know, I've been doing that since high school. I'm gonna pull out the fucking high school yearbook on niggas and show niggas like, "Yeah, I'm in the book like 80 times on some fly shit." Like getting noticed for it, getting awards for it. It's like, hey, what y'all fucking give me awards for being dressed fly for? Like, I'm really yeah. in the yearbook for that. Shit. Like goofball shit, but. You know, I really appreciate you having me on, bro, man. This shit was love. I definitely will come back anytime, man. Do this shit again, man. We gotta do it when Lit Two come up. Man. Oh, oh <laughs> King, you done. That's that's in the calendar. When you when you're ready for that, we'll hook it up again. Part two. We'll get back into the minor Cicero and we'll pop it off for the part two. You heard? Man. Thanks for I'm coming on, man. Thanks for coming on, Cicero. Keep up the good work. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, man. We ain't going to stop. It's just going to get bigger and more gruesome from here on out. You feel me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm on some bullshit. I think you did it. At least I can have it. My Youth killing the youth, fans killing the hope, powers killing humanity, that's killing our folks. Hate's killing the love, envy's killing the mind, your success is killing his heart, and that's killing your vibe, ain't it? Welcome to the kill zone, killing's alive, but you might just have to kill in the end, the killer survives, right? You can't blame him that his gun is high. And he wanna wake up tomorrow more than he wants to die Niggas take cause they want more than they want to try To earn for they self, learn to earn for yourself Nightmares killing the dreams, jealousies killing the trust Murders killing the scenes and them bullets is killing us Global drama killing the faith, wars killing the peace Doubts killing your drive, that's killing belief Religion killing the unity, secrets killing the truth Wealthy killing the poor, same way I'm killing the booth Greed's killing the heart, tyranny's killing control Lust's killing the love, and them sins killing your soul, ain't it? But what to do, what to do, Barack said Make a change is what to do, right? Obama era That's why we do this It's not small, it's big It's important It can be noisy and messy and complicated We have our own opinions Each of us has deeply held beliefs And when we go through tough times Big decisions, it necessarily stirs.
Sons of the innocent From a hood where niggas playing so filthy At a young age we get robbed for our innocence Did they say get a job for minimum wage Money missing out your check Uncle Sam stealing his pay The city of Philly It's hard to find legitimate ways To be your own boss and still get legitimate pay And racial profiling still alive when I'm hearing more shit Blacks eligible and still can't get unemployment Scheming lawyers, crooked cops Racist judges, for us is guilty to proving innocent to the public They say, this the land of the free, but we're being governed And told what to think, but I'm smart, so I'm being stubborn And think for myself, I think of reality Think of dodging poverty, so I think of the wealth Shit, they think we here deep to start trouble and fights too But we want nice things and nice lives just like you I hope all my dogs receiving them kites flew But Rock said, make a change, that's what I might do Tonight, despite all the hardship we've been through, I've never been more hopeful about our future. And I ask you to sustain that hope. Because we are not as divided as our politics suggest. I believe we can seize this future together. We're not as cynical as the pundits believe. We are greater than the sum of our individual ambitions. And we remain more than a collection. taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support.